Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Final hour for us on this Tuesday. Of course, we'll hand the baton to the uh, much-talked-about Craig Way in uh, Inside One Hour for Light the Tower with Jeff Howe and Colonel Cam Parker, I think, is back. He was out yesterday. They had Happy Jack in there yesterday, but I think uh, Colonel Cam Colonel Cam will be back. Um, but, yeah, Craig Way. And uh, Jeff Howe, there's a uh, Longhorns are practicing this morning. There's going to be a Steve Sarkeesian availability afterwards. So I'm assuming uh, Jeff will be covering that, and we'll certainly have audio later in the day. And tomorrow here on this show, it's uh, Sark's last availability ahead of the spring game coming up on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And, of course, we'll have wall-to-wall coverage of that here on the Horn. I believe this is right because I've been told we're setting up on Bebo Boulevard on Saturday, uh, Ty. Myself and Rod and uh, Mike Harge, our normal game day crew from Bebo Boulevard, and I think they're going full game day. Let's go. Let's go. CDC, let's get this thing going. And uh, looking forward to it. I think there's a lot to look forward to, by the way. Uh, for the first time in a while, this program has enough depth that this can actually be a really competitive football game, and you'll be able to see some things that uh, you know either give you confidence or concern you. I also see that there's a 70% chance of rain on Saturday. Is it really? Beautiful the rest of the week, but uh, so far, not, not looking great on Saturday. You can't move a spring game either, can you? Or can you? I mean, if you... If you just felt like it was going to rain the whole day, you can't move a spring game. Because well, Sunday so what, looks beautiful. Day or Sunday, yeah, the next day on Sunday. Sunday or? looks beautiful. I will just point that out. So if CDC and the weather people are listening, you know, look, Saturday. Well, I mean, it is Texas. And, and when it says seventy percent, I don't know if that's it's going to rain in the morning and then it'll clear up and be pretty because it's it's just now saying it doesn't have the hour by hour. It just says it's seventy percent chance on Saturday. But you meteorologists can let us know. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. I mean, you're going to get to see Quinn Ewers spin the football uh, with his, you know, remade body and uh, Arch Manning spin the football and Malik Murphy. Gosh, I'm looking forward to seeing Savion Red run the ball. He's been the, the kind of the talk of the spring because at running back with Jonathan Brooks limited and uh, Keelan Robinson not participating, they're being careful with those two guys. You know, they moved Savion Red from wide receiver to running back, and uh, by all accounts, he's had a really good spring. I mean, he's showing great vision, and boy, when I see, you know, some of the video of him, he – He's got a body type. Remember Selvin Young who played at Texas? Oh, yeah. Kind of looks like Selvin. I mean, he's got that, uh, you know, uh, Bucky said Wayne McGarity, which is interesting. But he's a he's a kid who played high school quarterback and mostly in like in a wildcat offense. So running the ball not foreign to him. Kind of like Roshan Johnson, right, who they moved from quarterback at Texas to running back, and now he's going to get drafted, um, you know, higher than a lot of people think coming up in two weeks. In the NFL draft, Savion Red, the one to watch. Of course, you get to see Cedric Baxter Jr., C.J. Baxter, the freshman from Florida, at the running back position. And obviously the line's a scrimmage, and it's just looking forward to it. Let's hope the, the weather cooperates. But, yeah, Sunday looks real nice. You know, I don't we, mind working Sunday. Yeah, no, we, you know, we had – Quan Cosby came in the booth 
um, last Sunday. Quan on the show last week. Yeah, and Quan came in and was talking about just how big and physical the Texas players are this year, and how much they, you know, they've done a great job of recruiting. But basically, talking about the interior part, just how physical and big they were, and and how fast it, you know, they looked, and all the above. And he was really impressed. And obviously, you guys are going to get a firsthand yeah, look he's at been it out on to Saturday. Some practices. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, and they're not done. They're bringing in uh, there. There's a kid uh, from Minnesota, defensive tackle, big 300 pounder, who's coming. He's in the transfer portal, and he's coming to the spring game. Texas is recruiting along with a lot of other people. He was one of those. He was a highly recruited player who went to Minnesota, but he's gonna. He wants to change the scenery, so he's one to watch. And that's a defensive tackle. His name's uh, I don't remember his last name. His first name's Trill, T R I L L. Uh, he's coming in for a visit this weekend. So, look, they're not done. But you're right. I mean. St- it's philosophical. You know, Tom Herman had the belief with uh, his offensive line coaches that we want kind of the 280 guy, the leaner guy that we can put muscle on and, has, you know, more athletic at the line. Kyle Flood believes in big humans. He wants you, you can be athletic and we'll get you. you got to have some feet, but we need big dudes. Uh, we're going to the Southeastern Conference, y'all. Um, we got to bulk up, and they are on that trajectory. And it's a much bigger team. It's a much deeper team right now. And Hard to argue. I mean, you can argue with Sark and his coaching ability on game days because, you know, the record is what it is. And they've lost some games that they probably, sh- you know, should have pulled out. That's going to have to change this year. But, you know, this you cannot argue with Sark and this staff on the talent acquisition and the ability to, to gosh, just compare the quarterback room and the offensive line room and the wide receiver room, every position from where it was when they got here to where it is now. I mean, it's it's light years more talented at least on on the roster, right on paper, and now we get to see it on Saturday and maybe Sunday. CDC, uh, we'll see. We'll see what that weather does. Uh, we got some breaking news before we dive into some college baseball chatter. Can we get some breaking news? So I have been a uh, twenty plus year subscriber to the the Direct Ticket on Direct TV, the NFL mm-hmm. package, so I can watch all the NFL games on Sunday, and it's I have I kind of have to have it. YouTube. Has unveiled its Sunday package ticket, uh, Sunday package pricing tie. You're a YouTube subscriber, correct? I am. How much is it monthly for it's like YouTube? Ninety bucks. Team? Ninety bucks. But I have some extra stuff. I have League Pass, and that's like twelve extra bucks. So if I were just going to get YouTube Basic, but it's I need like seventy-eight dollars. Seventy-eight dollars. Well, the YouTube has unveiled its ticket pricing for Sunday ticket this morning. YouTube TV subscribers will be three hundred and fifty dollars per per season, three fifty a season. And then if you bundle it and want red zone on top of it, it's three eighty nine. Three eighty nine. So roughly for four months of NFL football, it's you know, eighty bucks a month. I feel like that's more expensive. It is. Um non YouTube TV subscribers, they're gonna get you if you don't have YouTube and you still want it, four fifty per season, four eighty nine bundled with red zone. And each package it says here is a hundred dollars off before June sixth. So if you're going to do it, you might want to do it before June 6th. What about just Red Zone? I don't, I don't see that here. Um, That's what I had last year. That's just enough. I'm going That's to find less. some. I'm going to find some friends that had. <laughs> I could be your friend, Ty. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to find. Well, some. no, I mean, or I a local it. bar or whichever one restaurant, whatever it may be. That looks like a perfect thing for them. Yeah, I'm in a sports bar, but then you run up a tab. Well, you know, can't have everything. If you're going to run something off, that's not I a bad spot to run it up, right? I like to watch on Sundays. All of a sudden, I'm spending 80 bucks on a bar tab, yeah. eating lunch and grabbing some this and getting an appetizer and a couple of Bud Lights, and the next thing you know, I don't know. But uh, we will see. We will see. if I Because i got to get rid of my DirecTV, too, which is going to be problematic because I need the Astros games. And they don't have any baseball games on YouTube TV. God. Why? I'm caught. Like, I don't even think they have MLB Network. 
I can't. I've been trying to watch anything. It's like only games on ESPN. All right. Go to work. I'll show the people audience what do we need here. What is there a network? Because I need Longhorn Network too. Because I gotta yeah. watch. Oh yeah, you know, the baseball games, Longhorns. I think the MLB just does a terrible job negotiating their their TV contracts. I agree. Because I mean, the only place I can find the Astros is on uh, Directv, but it's really the only reason I keep Directv. Even though, I, but YouTube has everything else, right? I'm gonna call this guy. That, that guy that texted us the other day, Ty. I gotta get to him. Apparently, he's the pirate. He's the he's the guru. <laughs> Pirate, that's, that's my man Juan. My man Juan. I still need to get hooked up with Juan um, because I need that. I need the Astros, but I also need an NFL ticket. Or maybe I'll just find a friend like you, Ty. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that's uh, broken this morning. Hey, let's dive into some baseball, uh, Ty. You were called the game last night down at Texas State, a record-setting crowd. As we said, it was, I'm sure, kind of a emotional for you just to see that crowd. I mean, I don't want to say emotional like that, but like you built that program, right? You said when you took over. You know, and we're going to talk to Steve Trout coming up bottom of the hour who replaced you and you handed the baton to him to run the Texas State program. When you started there 20-some years ago, there was zero season ticket holders, zero, not a one. And the ballpark was like a high school field, right? Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, there were a couple things about it. One, you had a strip of bleachers. It went really straight up. And then at the top of it, we had this, like, glorified deer, deer blind that was at the top <laughs> that was really probably wasn't safe for people to be in. And and then on top of that, which was even more fascinating, was the outfield fence was made out of particle board. So you would have to go to home plate and tell the umpires and the opposing coach that, hey, in case you run through the fence or the ball goes through the fence, you had to talk about a ground rule, double rule because of it, because Jason Washington, who was a secondary coach here at Texas for football and at Mississippi State, was my center fielder. He ran through the center field wall one time with the perfect kind of silhouette of his body growing through the fence, and they had to go out there in the middle of the game, and, and you got a guy out there, uh, Adam Alonzo's out there with a hammer and nail p- putting up boards and, and nailing it back in and trying to keep it you know, at least playable. And uh, uh, Bertman hit a ball that went through the fence at one point in time. <laughs> and uh, so there was a lot to the, the, the changing of what that – stadium became in 2009 and that and that you know honestly somebody asked a question last night what was my favorite texas u a texas state ut game and the most memorable one for me was game one in the new stadium in 2009 when all and, you came yeah, down and open, opened it up yeah we got beat that game i think it was a six five game five four games a one run game but um we had a chance to win it in the ninth but uh and weren't able to but that night was so special because of the beginning of a new stadium and i knew for the first time i, I remember sitting in that ballpark and I, I i could hear the the echo of the baseball and being caught by the gloves and the, and the sound and the music and the fans and i was like for, you know for the first time i was like we've got a program. We've got a stadium. Well, and someone got like yourself yeah. who, you know, played and, you know, went to Omaha as a Longhorn and know what Dishwalk Field is, to then, you know, take over at Texas State and know the work you have to do. But then to see it last night when there's 3,500 fans and they're overflowing into the softball field and, you know, you didn't know there were places they could put some of the fans that showed <laughs> up for the game yeah. last night, which was cool. And then, and we mentioned it earlier, but one of your former players, Tyler Sibley, announces a $1 million donation to the program, and it's part of a $8 million project to go even further. And, yep. you know, facilities and, uh, you know, indoor batting cages and things of that nature, I'm assuming. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. And we'll talk to Steve Trout about that coming up. Uh, but the Longhorn side of it, Ty, you got to see it. Uh, and Craig mentioned this to us, Craig Way. Uh, this, when I when I saw the lineup, because UT Baseball on Twitter put out the starting lineup, I noticed, okay, well, Eric Kennedy is suspended, so they're going to put – um, Jared Thomas, the freshman in the leadoff spot. 
And uh, there's a guy pitching named Kobe Minchie. I was like, who in the heck is Kobe Minchie? I've never heard of this guy. Uh, we've been covering the Texas baseball team all year, and I don't know who that is. Uh, Craig informed us before last night he had pitched one inning uh, of baseball this year. Well, he's a freshman from Gerald, Texas, who didn't play high school baseball. He played on the uh, just on the, the, the select leagues, right? Yep. Uh, played for the, uh, the Waco Wind and then played for Action Baseball. And uh, he was good last night. I didn't, you didn't know what to expect from him. He pitched three innings. He struck out four. He was throwing mid-90s. This looks like somebody that David Pierce and uh, that coaching staff you know, looked under some rocks and found a guy that can, can help them. You know, if you go back to, we were talking last week in our conversation, we usually have on Tuesdays at 9, 10 in the morning, we talked about April. April becomes, you start to get dinged up a little bit, and you start to have some injuries that come about. But it also, if you play a double midweek in April, it forces you to find somebody. Um, you've been probably been riding the same guys a little bit, using them over and over and over to try to get ahead of the RPI curve and trying to win games and set yourself up in conference. Well, April creates an opportunity for either, uh, you know, you tell us a little bit about your recruiting, um, whether you've got some freshmen or some, some guys that haven't played much, you've had more time to spend with them and develop. And historically, a really successful college team has one or two guys that April they just arrive. And then all of a sudden, here they come, and then they give you a burst of energy and, and, and emotion and all the above to carry you through the second half of the season, which is where we're at already, um, as it may be. Kobe Minchie, who threw, we had a chance, Craig and I got a chance to watch him throw his one inning that he had thrown. And the, the one thing you want to see as a coach is when a, a guy goes out there for his very first start or his very first moment, and it, you want to see strike one. Yeah. And and he was able to go in there and execute strike one to start the game off with. And then after he got some confidence, then he introduces a changeup yeah. into the game. And that changeup really got, you know, got rolling for him. His hand and his arm speed with that changeup was really good. Um, and you could see him in it. A young man threw good enough last night that he's going to get a chance to go back out there. He could go back to Sunday and Burt threw good. A three and a three two thank three and two thirds for Texas on Sunday against K State. Brought he hadn't pitched in a couple of weeks a, a whole bunch. Brought him back in there and he got back in the mix and threw good. And so you're starting to see some guys that didn't throw maybe as much at the beginning that are now coming in there for Texas and it, it's fun to watch because it, you're starting to develop depth now and guys that you can rely on. And then Morehouse goes in there again last night and I thought you know after he threw Friday and Saturday. Um, both games against K-State, you know, he had basically one day off. And, boy, I tell you what, he jumped in and his velo was good again last night and his command was, was good last night. And he was able to go in there and, and close down. In a big moment, it, it got going, right? They hit the double. Texas State hits the double that scores two, makes it a little bit different game. And uh, and then Morehouse settles back in and, and gets the final four yeah, out. Longhorns had been throwing a shutout, including Minchie, until the eighth inning. And then a couple runs, uh, Chris Stewart was in the left-hander. But it's interesting, if the name Minchie is familiar to people, his father played pitching in Major League Baseball. Nate Minchie was uh, pitched with the Red Sox and Rockies and then really had a, had a stellar career in Japan. Uh, so he, he grew up in a pitcher's house and then, you know, was, was homeschooled and uh, was, was probably taught a, a lot about baseball <laughs> and doing it the right way. And we got to see that. So that's a name to keep in mind, Kobe Minchie. And it's a great uh, point by Ty that at this time of year, you got to have that. And you add to the mix guys stepping up and stepping in because they have to. You know, I, you know, last week on Tuesday when we had you on, Bucky and I, and I asked you about Tanner Witt, you weren't sure. And then we asked Ty David Pierce on Thursday in our visit, and he said, oh, yeah, Tanner Witt <laughs> is uh, making great progress. And he broke some news with us that day saying that the day before on Wednesday last week, Tanner Witt pitched to live batters for the first time. 
He hit, pitched the three of them and looked great. Uh, it was a big uh, boost for the team. Everybody's excited to see Tanner back out there. He's been working his tail off. And Coach said it's still probably a three-week, this is from last Thursday, a three-week run here. So they're looking at late April that Tanner Witt can get back and be another guy that they may be able to lean on in that bullpen or maybe even as a starter down the road. Well, what a shot in the arm that would be. I mean, obviously that, you know, I'm, I'm sure his teammates were incredibly excited and, and, and happy for him to get out there, not just for him. He's a but, presence. Yes. I mean, he is. Look, young man loves to compete. He loves to be out there. He loves being a Longhorn, too. I mean, when you look in that dugout, he's at the top step. He's hanging over the rail nonstop, cheering on his, his teammates and a, and a part of the motion of this team and, and part of the competitiveness of this team as well. And, it, look, being injury can be lonely. I mean, you're by yourself a lot, and you've got to have a lot of trust and belief in, the, in your medical staff around you, but you've got to have a lot of belief in yourself, too, because there's some lonely moments. Everybody else is getting to play, and you're not, and you're having to go through this tedious work schedule to get back out there, and so he's starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I do think, and, and you heard Coach Pierce say that he was going to let you know him direct us and as how he feels, because what it becomes about um, is that, Aaron, is it you, yeah, how you feel after you throw. What is your recovery like? And then how sore are you? And are you able to come back and repeat your delivery and repeat your arm action again, which always leads to your command? And so a lot of that's going to be on how he feels and how he recovers and how quickly that may be, you know, and he's going to let, you know, Tanner and, and you know, help him to help them decide what that's going to feel like and look like. But I got to be honest with you, if he could get out there, I do, I think from a professional standpoint, I think that helps the professional uh, ranks, you know, judge a little bit where he is before they would, you know, think about, you know, millions of dollars possibly. Um, because he could be a really high draft pick, and um, what that looks like, because you know, it's a ninety-five when he's healthy and it's synced up. It's a ninety-three to ninety-six mile an hour downhill. I mean, rushing fastball, and so I, I, I think that there's a lot to for him to to gain if he if it does work out that his body tells him he's ready for it. And emotionally, obviously, I think it'd be a huge shot in the arm for for Texas at that point for oh, the latter man. part of April, heading I, into May. And I, you know, I said this last week when we talked to Coach Pierce that you know last year losing Tanner was such a pivot moment for the season. It really just, it, I don't want to say zapped the team, but man, they when they had you know who, who was the Friday starter last year? Why can't I think of his name? Got drafted, Rock. Well, but but hold on, let me say this real quick, Jude. Who was that? Yeah. Uh, Friday starter for Tristan Stevens. No, Tristan was Saturday. Yeah. Like yeah, no, he he moved over Saturday, but but they they would run when he went out there. And of course, Lucas Gordon sat in there too and got elevated and moved up as well. And you know, but uh, Tanner Witt, he loves to compete, right? And he loves to be out there. He loves to have his spikes in that dirt area out there on that mound. And what he's able to do and what he's able to to present and, you know, as a force, you know, on the mount, whether it's on the backside, if he's only pitching two innings, six outs, whatever it may be a week, or does he get built up to, you know, three to four innings and, and whatever that may be. But he he's he's at that point now where, you know, he's got to make that physical decision about where, where he is and, and trying to move forward, not rushing it and trying to find that you know, that momentum right. for him. Pete Hansen was the name I was thinking of. When Texas started the year last year, number one in the nation, you had Pete Hansen, Tristan Stevens, and then Tanner Witt was your Sunday starter, which ridiculous, yep. right? That's, that's his old embarrassment of starting pitching. Uh, he got hurt. Kristen, Tristan Stevens never found form. He didn't pitch like he had the previous year. Uh, same with Aaron Nixon in the bullpen. And, you know, what, what could have been a national championship team just, just you know, I don't say it, it evaporated. They still made it to Omaha, won the big, you know, were tremendous offensively. But the Tanner Witt injury is big. And that's you know, this year, fast forward, 
He could be a uh, because uh, Longhorns are sitting atop the Big Twelve right now. They're sitting at six and three in the Big Twelve. They're percentage points ahead of uh, Oklahoma State, who's seven and five. Um, you know, TCU's seven and five. Case Kansas is five and four. Longhorns are in first place, and they're they play tonight. Then they're going to Waco. Uh, and Baylor not having a good year. They don't have a lot of pitching this year. They're sitting at the bottom of the Big 12. So, you know, Texas has a chance to, you know, if they can keep this streak going, they've won 20 of their last 23 games. Uh, and then, you you know, you get Baylor this week, uh, and this is a game tonight. Then you've got Oklahoma coming to town next week. Um, now you're getting close to that timeline where maybe Tanner Witt rejoins you ahead of a series with uh, with TCU, an all-important series in Fort Worth of the TCU Horn Frogs. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Coach, and I did, speaking of Oklahoma, I mentioned with Coach Pierce last week, Ty, the name Kate Horton, who was the kid at Oklahoma, who had also had Tommy John surgery, and Skip Johnson brought him along in very similar fashion. Started him off in some two, you know, couple innings here in a, in a Tuesday game, you know, built up his arm, and gosh, by the end of the season, he was, you know, their best pitcher, uh, was helped them get to Omaha. Uh, and started a couple of games in Omaha when they were there, and he ended up getting drafted by the Cubs and signed for $4.5 million. And Coach Pierce agreed that that's kind of a, a path they're, they're watching and following, uh, Cade Horton v. You know, in, in a parallel to Tanner Witt. I don't know what Cade's timeline was originally from you know, post-surgery to you know, when he was really at his max, when he you know, got down to the regional play and even in Omaha, uh, and how good his fastball was and his ability to repeat. And that has, you know, I don't for sure know what that timeline looks like but I agree the the, the body's going to tell you what it feels like and, and and what kind of you know steps you're making forward and what you can come back and repeat with and you know get up and, and you, but the important thing is too what people got to understand it's not that if you go out there and you throw your six outs it's what you're able to do in between getting ready for the next outing and yeah. what does that look like and, and your body bouncing back be interesting with Tanner Wett to follow. And now, you know, Kobe Minchie, all of a sudden a name to to put on the radar screen for the Longhorns, who are playing as good as anybody right now in the Big 12 Conference. And they'll play again tonight, Texas State. Speaking of the Bobcats, we'll check in with uh, Steve Trout coming up in our next segment for a quick visit. Uh, his thoughts on the big crowd last night. Obviously, the team lost, but where the Bobcats are as they come in here tonight, we'll preview with Coach on game day. Also, more on the top stories of the morning. It's b with you on a Tuesday. GP is returning to Coda April 14th through the 16th, and the Horn has your tickets. Register now on the contest page at hornfm.com to win a pair of tickets to MotoGP Red Bull Grand Prix of the Americas, one of the most thrilling race experiences of the year, the only North American round of the world's premier motorcycle racing championship. It's an incredible schedule of off-track entertainment, jam-packed with world-class two-wheeled excitement on track. Register to win now at hornfm.com. Callahan's General Store, always a good day to make it a Callahan's day. It's beautiful out today. Get in there and talk to them. Get to know the folks at Callahan's. Uh, and you'll notice real quickly that they're, that's what really separates Callahan's from anybody else. It's the people, right? They have all the products you need uh, for your yard or for your house. they got the hardware section, housewares, uh, feed for your animals on this National Pet Day. They've got an unbelievable selection. If you've got big dogs, especially, they've got uh, stuff you're not going to find anywhere else, and it's better for your animal, better for your pet. A lot of it's locally sourced from right here, so if your dog deals with allergies, uh, it's going to be a better better product for them. You're going to find that at Callahan's, but they're not going to make you wander around and find it. They'll help you find it. The people separate Callahan's. They're all locals. Uh, Callahan's General Store has been here 
years since uh, 1978, 45 years and still going. It's still family-owned and family-run. It's just great people. Uh, get to know them at Callahan's General Store. Their address is 501 Bastrop Highway, but we know that is 183 now between downtown and the airport. Get over there and see them. Get to know the folks there uh, every day at Callahan's General Store. Start online at CallahansGeneralStore.com. Uh, it's always a good day to make it a Callahan's Day. Everybody back to work and school, and we felt it today with the volume. We still have it, 22-22, heading toward Mopac on the westbound side. You've got a crash there. I-35 and Round Rock, good news here. Things have finally cleared up. We had a crash near Toll 45 northbound that uh, really uh, took a couple of hours, literally, to clear up, and finally it did, and so things are a lot better there. 183 southbound, Lake Creek Parkway. Looks like that crash is over with, so really good news there, too. Then wide at south first, and on 290 past the Wino Kill, both of those wrecks are over with as well. Northbound frontage of I-35, and this is going to be right there near Slaughter Lane. Injury crash there. William Cannon at South First. Uh, another one. There's your traffic. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan, and that is absolutely what you should do. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest and most advanced regenerative treatments to bring you lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your body's own healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, your hips, your shoulders, and your back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. And QC Kinetics has hundreds of clients all over America from thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond the steroids and the surgeries and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine. Especially this time of year when the weather has turned, you need to be living your life to the fullest and doing all the things you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to at least check it out? So do it today. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Just a free sit down at 512-593-4303. 512-593-4303. They have a location in Austin and in Round Rock. It's QC Kinetics. Gear up, Texas. Get ready for the Daredevils of MotoGP at Circuit of the Americas in Austin. See Mark Captain America Marquez, Fabio El Diablo Quadrero, Brad Bradical Bender, and Jack Thriller Miller, the greatest riders in the world at 220 miles per hour, elbow to elbow, all the way to the finish. MotoGP Red Bull Grand Prix of the Americas, April 14th through the 16th. Get tickets now at thecircuit.com. Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Business owners, are you feeling the pressures of growing your business? It's tough to maintain momentum and still keep employees engaged. Insperity can help. They put over 35 years of HR experience to work, helping you with hiring, training, HR administration, and compliance while giving your employees competitive benefit options. When your people thrive, your business can adapt and prosper. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Scalable HR, employee benefits, HR technology. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Did you know there are two things people realize when buying a bed? Mattress research is hard, and everything sounds the same. So, how do you find the right mattress? Simple. Just follow the science to Factory Mattress. At Factory Mattress, our exclusive RightFit mattress matching technology uses science, not salesmen, to take the guesswork out of mattress shopping. Plus, come experience Smart Life, the auto-adjusting, no-compromising bed of the future. My Factory Mattress. Upgrade to a smarter night's sleep this weekend, and we'll pay the sales tax while you save up to 53% on over $170,000 in closeouts with 0% interest for five years. Plus, get it home smarter, not harder, with free next-day delivery, setup, and removal. Experience the benefits of deep, restorative sleep by finding the right mattress today. Shop smarter, sleep better at Factory Mattress for the love of sleep. My Factory Mattress. 
It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. The Spa at Kalahari Resorts is proud to offer wellness days for locals. Enjoy services to relax and rejuvenate the mind, body, and spirit. Pamper yourself with luxurious massages, facials, and nail services. And de-stress in the Halo Therapy Salt Room. Spa Kalahari also features a hydro escape with a dry sauna, steam sauna, indoor hot tub, and heated outdoor pool. Locals within a 40-mile radius can enjoy complimentary valet and feature deals Mondays through Thursdays. At Spa Kalahari, call 512-651-1015 to book your appointment today. It's Bucky and Aaron. Busy Tuesday on B&E. Bucky will be back tomorrow fully cleaned out and ready to roll. Appreciate having Ty Harrington up here. And you mentioned there's a big event coming up, Coaches versus Cancer, out at UT Golf Club you wanted to mention. Yeah, May 8th. They're going to have a golf tournament out there. And Steve Tremere and UT Golf Course are kind enough to help an unbelievable event. And, and look, obviously, that's dear to my heart because of the cancer side of it. And the Cancers versus can, um, uh, Coaches with, you know, I started with Jim Valvano. And, and they've expanded this to, to donate and give a lot of money to – uh, National Cancer Society, who plays a huge role and a big part in, you know, the, our quest. I use the word our, the, but everybody's quest to try to go and 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 find as many cures and find as many ways to to prevent cancer and and which is a horrible, horrible You've disease. You've been through it, my friend. Yes, and it is a horrible disease and and one that we've got to try to get a uh, to get a hand on at some point. We do. We're getting uh, they're getting a hand on it. We got to keep doing as much as we can and. Uh, it is. It's a great cause. May 8th, first time they've had it here in Austin. And uh, so Craig Castleberry, who I went to college with um, at UT way back in the day, and uh, a local lobbyist, and, and he's important in, in putting this together as well. And so uh, it's going to be a great event. May 8th, and uh, again, thanks Steve Tremere and the UT Golf Course for uh, putting that on. So I assume just go to UT Club, probably can find some information on that. And uh, Coaches versus Cancer, Jim Belvano, very famous for that nationally and worldwide. That event will be here Coming up uh, May 8th. That's uh, actually a couple. That's the Monday after the Mullet Open. Mullet Open is is, uh, Friday, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. And then Monday will be that event uh, at UT Golf Club. So be a part of it if you can. Uh, Looking forward to it. Talking a lot of uh, college baseball, pro baseball as well. The Rays have won 10 in a row to start the season. Astros and Rangers got wins last night. Also, the NBA play-in tournament starts tonight. So we'll start gearing into the playoffs and that conversation. And certainly, a little Texas spring game. But Longhorn Baseball... Uh, was uh, live in, uh, down in San Marcos last night, and the uh, the head coach of the opposition last night and tonight uh, down there in San Marcos joins us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline here this morning. He is Steve Trout. And, uh, Trouty, how you doing, man? We're good. We're good. Sun came up today. We've got a new day, new opportunity, and uh, excited to head to Austin this, this evening. Hey, tell me about just looking out and seeing that crowd last night, having been there, and I don't think I've ever seen the softball field overflowing with fans and that's got to feel great about the, the the head of that program that uh, there's so much interest in what you guys do. Yeah, the, the the fans have been outstanding all year long, and and uh, last night obviously when 
Texas comes to town, they, they all come out and uh, support, and they were loud. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't find a way to get a win for them. But, uh, but yeah, so thankful for their support. And, and uh, you know, it's just it's really fun to see the alums and the season ticket holders. Um, what, what really fires me up is seeing how many students come out as well um, and support their, their fellow uh, classmates. And so that was a really big night for us and uh, just a beautiful crowd on a beautiful night and a uh, good baseball game. So, obviously, we came out on the, on the wrong side of it. But, uh, but yeah, what a – what a great night uh, for our program, and, and obviously something that uh, Coach Harrington there built for us, and uh, and obviously now we're we're reaping the benefits of that. So just really thankful for how they came out, supported, and uh, yeah, it was a beautiful night. Certainly was, and uh, Coach, I'll give you a second. I just want to ask about the, you know the te- the team itself. It feels like they were really amped up with the crowd, and really the difference in the ball game last night, Coach, was uh, you know a couple of two out hits for the Longhorns and in, in run situations. The Longhorns got one in the third inning, and you know one in the eighth, and uh, that was really the difference in the ball game. Your guys uh, maybe trying to maybe do a little bit too much with the, at the plate sometimes. Uh, what was your message to the guys afterwards? <clears throat> yeah, I thought you know we had a chance there in the first three innings to, to find a way to. Uh, you know, either manufacture a run or, as we call it, a big hit, you know, with two outs, somebody come up and, and uh, get that hit. Pena mashed the ball right at the third baseman. Uh, that could have been one of them, and that's just baseball t- sometimes. And so, uh, but then I thought they did a good job innings four, five, and six kind of slowing us down. I think part of that was us trying to get too big, as you talked about, and trying to do too much. And, and that's part of it, playing in front of a, a big crowd like that. You want to get them going, but uh, that's when you got to really lock into your approach and lock into to the mental side of the game and, and not let it get to you. And so I think part, part of the credit goes to how they pitch to us a little bit and then uh, part of us to try to stay with our approach. But, uh, yeah, usually in games like that and, uh, you know, when you get into May and June, it comes down to two-out hitting. Who's going to get the big hit uh, with runners in score position and the teams that do it? Uh, they keep playing. The teams that don't, uh, they, they start watching, uh, watching the TV more. So, uh, so hopefully tonight's our night to, to get those big hits. Stephen, I, I, this tie. I, I think, I think it. You tell everybody originally, it's usually Tuesday games, right? But you guys decided to go. You and Coach Pierce decided to go with a series. Tell everybody how this series evolved, going from a Tuesday Wednesday to now a Monday Tuesday. Yeah, for for ever since I since I've been here uh, back from from '09, we always played. You know, one one Tuesday and then come back a month later and play another Tuesday um, at the opposing ballpark and. A couple of years ago when we were making the schedule, uh, Coach Pierce actually brought it up. He said, what's your thoughts on playing a, a back-to-back, like a midweek series? And, and uh, that way it's kind of an even playing field on, on who you're throwing and, and uh, how many innings you play. And Because and, uh, we always try to match it up, doing the schedule of, uh, you know, if we have a Tuesday-Wednesday game, we want to make sure the teams are playing uh, do the same thing as well. So it's all uh, even pitching-wise. And so to us, you know, we did it last year and it turned into be two thrilling baseball games with them winning at our ballpark on the last pitch and then us doing the same um, at, their, at their ballpark on the Wednesday night. And so, uh, yeah, it was really good. And then you had a, another good baseball game last night and hopefully another one tonight. And so I know the plan is to do it again uh, next year as well. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's awesome because you, you get it back-to-back in the same week and gets everybody's fired up uh, around the city and, and uh, they make the trip back and forth. And so, so far it's been great. And so uh, I'm excited to – to see uh, the fans out tonight and another good baseball game. Looks like they're going to go with Ace Whitehead tonight. Who are you guys going to put on the mound? Yeah, we're going to start Jack Stroud tonight. Um, he's been more um, on our back end a little bit between him and Dixon. That's usually our two guys we close the games out with. Um, and so I think it's key for us to get off to a good start tonight. And uh, Jack was a starter uh, kind of coming into the year. Um, he's thrown some earlier in the games. And so kind of just want to switch it up a little bit and get off to a good start tonight. Uh, Because I think we can 
uh, bring some guys in later on that, that, are, that are pretty rested. And so, uh, so yeah, he'll get after it tonight. He's got a good fastball, and uh, he, he's really competitive. So hopefully uh, he'll, he'll hop around that environment and, and have a good night and get himself to a good start. Jack Stroud against uh, Ace Whitehead. You're starting pitchers tonight, 630. And, of course, the Longhorns playing their fifth game in five days because of the rain last week. You guys dealt with that on the road. Coach, uh, real quick, we appreciate the visit this morning on game day. Your team's 20-13. and 13. Um, You've played 33 games now. you got about 25 to go. What's your, what's your read on the team? What's your feel? Can this thing get kicked in gear and uh, get this thing cranking? Yeah, I, I feel like we're close. I feel like there's – there's days, you know, like last night I actually felt like we, we pitched the baseball really well. We played good defense, and we just weren't good on offense. And then there's days where we're good on offense and we and we don't pitch the ball well, and, and days we don't play defense well. So it, it's all there. It's, it's the the guys are lined up. They're, the the ability's there. The talent's there. Uh, the job now is to find a way to uh, put it all together and play just more consistent baseball on, on all three sides of the uh, of the game. And so uh, you know they're confident. The, the one thing I'll give our guys is. They're going to compete in every game. I thought last week we went one and three, um, and I thought we played really good baseball. It's just how the game works sometimes, and uh, they're, they're really competitive guys. And so, to us, I think once it all lines up, um, you know, you kind of see like the run Texas is on right now. They started off uh, rough and then really got it going. And I think if we can do the same thing, we've had some injuries uh, like every team deals with, and we're, we're starting to get pretty healthy. Um, and so I think hopefully um, our better days are ahead of us as far as being consistent and uh, playing better baseball. So I think when you see that going – um, it could be really fun for this team. And, and more for they, they, they believe they can do it, uh, and they're working towards it. And so um, when guys keep working, they stay competitive, they have a ton of energy, uh, to me I feel like it's going to work out for us. So um, hopefully that starts tonight. Coach, appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to the ball game tonight at 630. And then, guys, you guys have a home series this weekend down there in San Marcos with Marshall. Thundering Herd will be come, come thundering in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so get some folks out there for that as well as the Longhorns will be in Waco this weekend. So, uh, Coach, appreciate it, and uh, look forward to the ball game tonight. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. See you guys at the ballpark. All right, there's Steve Trout. And, uh, yeah, they've got Marshall this weekend. Texas will be in Waco, and they play tonight. 6.30, Ace Whitehead and Jack Stroud, your starting pitchers. And uh, real quick, Coach, and then we'll get to the timeout. The you know, the mindset. You, you tell your, yourself and your team it's a marathon, not a sprint. But now here you are right in the middle of the marathon, right? You're, you're just past the halfway point, and the grind is on. You talked about guys like uh, – uh, the kid for Texas last night stepping up in a big spot in the month of April. Uh, obviously, by Mar- by May, you kind of know who you are and who you can rely on. It's the biggest games of the year. But what is the mindset of kind of kind of fighting through the middle of the marathon? Well, it, it is the middle of the marathon, but that's why you need those those shot in the arms every once in a while. That the, the guys that kind of re-energize your lineup and or re-energize your mound. I mean, I thought to be honest, we I thought it was a big moment in the game last night when Coach Pierce elected to go with Flores and went to the left-right matchup. And uh, and he certainly paid dividends for him. And a young hitter that started the year off, right, starting for him at third base and had a little bit of the freshman struggles, which happens to a lot of people, that may be an offensive shot in the arm for them as well. And so the grind of it is is people start to get a little bit fatigued, um, particularly freshmen who have never played this many games before, practiced this many days, done all these kinds of things year-round for the first time. They can fatigue a little bit. But the the grind of it is the part where the, the mature players understand how to take care of their bodies 
how to work, how to practice, and how to prepare for games. Also, how to flush games, how to flush at bats, how to flush moments and move on to the next day. You heard Coach Trout say just a second ago, the sun came up. It's a different day, different moment. If you're a baseball player and you let that drag along with you for a long time, it'll pull you back to where you were and not allow you to need to go where you or try to get where you're trying to go. And so that becomes important for them on the emotional side of it. But again, usually every year there are, there are teams who start to evolve and they start to trend positively forward and it's because guys all of a sudden get some extra at bats or they get pushed into moments like these like last night and tonight on the mound and all of a sudden you rediscover who they are and they take off and really become a positive attribute moving forward we saw that quite a bit with the texas basketball team this year uh that they they had their struggles at times well boy when they kicked it in gear that's why the injury to dylan to is so so unfortunate because it felt like they were a team on their way to the final four and that's how it can happen uh, in all sports and certainly in baseball we'll come back speaking of rodney terry and the longhorns uh we'll reset that uh, top story that arterio morris has entered the transfer portal what does it mean for the longhorns we'll try to answer that coming up then we'll hand the baton to craig way and light the tower on a busy tuesday Good stuff this morning. Really appreciate Ty Harrington making the trip up from New Braunfels to join me this morning. Bucky Godball will return tomorrow. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Bucky can be moving around here a lot lighter and a lot quicker. He's going to, well, he doesn't move real quick these days. But well, he told me he got a pizza after yesterday. Nice. So good for him. I clog back I love it. Pizza pie. Pizza pie. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, deservingly. I hope everything's clear with him. I'm going to have my first uh, colonoscopy coming up later here this, this summer. Nothing to fear. Nothing I promise to fear. you it's not. It's, it's only something a life-saving measure. That's correct. And don't look at it any differently. And because you get the, as you guys referred, the mud slatria the night before, it's a cleansing. It is a true cleansing and a peace of mind for you. And unfortunately for some that if they do discover something, the only cure for it is early, early detection. detection. Thank so, you, sir. yes. It's not just like it's a picture I can take or something or spit in a jar or something. Come on now. I'll do that. I'll do it. Hey, so uh, NBA play-in games tonight. There are two of them. They're the better games. It's the 7-8 matchups in the East and the uh, West. Miami and Atlanta. Minnesota at the L.A. Lakers. Remember, the winners are automatically, if they win tonight, they'll be the seventh seed in the East and the West. Uh, obviously, the losers would, would have to wait until the outcome of the 9-10 games, which are going to be played tomorrow night. Ty, who you like tonight? Who's, who's your pro better money on? Uh, so there's an eight and a half point spread on the Lakers Minnesota game. Minnesota being the underdog. Well, they had to suspend Rudy Gobert, the punch thrower. Can we just go ahead and kick this guy? Does anybody like him? No, Does anybody I like Rudy I Gobert. I don't think so. But I, I know the public is going to be on the Lakers. But I, I'm going to have to take the, the Wolves plus eight and a half in that one. Yeah, Minnesota was here in Austin on Saturday playing those Spurs in that game at Moody. They're going to play the Lakers. It's uh, tonight's the late game on TNT. Of course, Atlanta and Miami. Um, it's a five-point spread right now in favor of Miami. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Atlanta in that one. So I'm going with the underdogs tonight. Seeing here that you can go to StubHub and buy a ticket to the Lakers game for 75 bucks. Miami 32.50. Ain't bad. Go to a Heat ball game. Walked right by that arena back earlier this year on my trip to Miami. Uh, 32 bucks. See the Heat. But uh, yeah, NBA playoffs will start in earnest this weekend as they start the, the <laughs> first round series. I like that. What was the crowd like at the mood? When, uh Was it? I know Thursday night was full, sixteen thousand. It was a sellout. I don't. I don't see the the official total on Saturday, but uh, yeah, Greg Popovich. In addition to some other comments he made, had the comments about uh, the the crowd. You can just really feel the crowd. It's unlike NBA. It's right on top of you. 
at student section. So the Spurs had a good time here. But uh, does he when he when he goes into like not not to open up a political conversation or anything, but when he goes into those tangents, is he presented with like a question or does he just decide to like, give his opinion? No, Pop is just an opinionated guy, and he was. That's probably since their season's over. That's probably his last gathering with the media for the year. So he had to get it all out there. So he just wanted to get it off his chest and. Uh, you know, he had his opinions on gun legislation and gun control and those things. And, you know, he's a, he's an opinionated guy. And I would also say he's, a, you know, he, he doesn't – he's very passionate about what he believes. And he you're welcome to disagree with him, obviously. That's but, right. yeah, I think that was probably a timing thing, that the season's over for them and there are not going to be a lot of media gatherings around Greg Popovich. And they took that opportunity to express his opinion. And that's why we love this country. Absolutely. One and only. The one and only. Ty, uh, you are also the one and only, my friend. We'll be listening tonight. Your busy day continues, and uh, now you got to go to your real job for the day. And then I you're going to be on with Craig tonight at 6.30. I Don't love you. it. Will you go ahead and keep pushing Craig about that documentary we want to film about him and his life and his travels? I he, am going to keep pushing because I, I think there's a – I do. I think there's a, a genuine well, interest I know, I know by some people, people who there. do that kind of stuff, make movies, make documentaries. Make, we'll make it happen. Let's do that. You keep taking notes. Enjoyed it. And uh, – See if Craig will do it. We've got to get him convinced. Maybe we'll make it into like a comedy. We could we, who would play Craig Way in the movie? What could be a topic? Because oh. we made the movie about Craig. It'd be called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, right? It would, we've already yeah. made that movie, but it could be the life. Say good night to that one. Say good night to it. Yeah. So who yeah, who plays Craig in the movie? We'll pick that up tomorrow. Also, Bucky will return tomorrow. Thanks for all your help on the uh, the cable situation and streaming with the NFL ticket. Pricing announced today by YouTube. We'll pick that up tomorrow. Everybody's got good opinions on television, and uh, that's what the show of the people audience is all about. Thanks so much on the text line this morning. If you missed any part of it, including our conversation with Steve Trout or our conversations about Texas football, make sure you go back and hit it on the podcast, every hour podcast at hornfm.com. Ty, thanks. Yep. E-T-Y. Thank you, guys. Enjoy it as always.